Hi guys, welcome back to the Mirror Image Podcast. Today we are going to be taking the sorting quiz from Harry Potter, or I guess I'm going to be taking the Harry Potter house sorting quiz, and also the Patronus quiz and the wand quiz. So I was planning on making another kind of storytelling, well-produced, thought-out podcast episode for this week, but my burnout from like school and um, just other projects that I'm working on, clubs and work and stuff, it's just like too much. So I really didn't have that much time this week to prepare a script, to have time to finalize and edit and stuff. So that's why I'm going to be doing this more like chit-chatty, just kind of like my old podcast episode episodes. And I feel like it's good to just sometimes have like more chill, relaxed episodes that aren't like overproduced or anything. So that's what this is. And yeah. You could probably already tell because I'm taking a Harry Potter quiz, but I love Harry Potter. Um, I read the books first when I was in like third through fourth grade. It took me like a year and a half to finish the whole series, and I've reread them a couple of times. I've watched all the movies. I've been to Universal Studios three times, I think, and I've been on the rides and stuff. Um... I have taken this quiz multiple times before and usually I end up with Ravenclaw as the majority of the time and Hufflepuff I've gotten a couple of times as well. And now personally I think I am like probably majority, that's not a word, majorly like a Ravenclaw. I feel like that just like sits true to my I don't know, soul being. I feel like I'm mostly Ravenclaw, but I do have like some Hufflepuff traits. Um, But to be honest, I've always kind of had a prejudice against Hufflepuffs because I think they're like boring. Um, It's gotten better because I am a Hufflepuff, so I guess I just find myself kind of boring. But Hufflepuffs aren't boring. That's just like what I was programmed to think. And I've also had prejudices against Slytherins because I'm like, Slytherins are all bad. But like now I really like the Slytherin aesthetic. I think it's super cool, Uh, but I'm not cool enough to be a Slytherin. So that's the thing. Like I want to be a Slytherin, but I'm not cool enough to. And I'm like, I don't feel like I would be a good fit for Slytherin, but I also really want to be one. And Gryffindor, I really like um, the color scheme of Gryffindor actually, but I'm also just like not cut out for being Gryffindor. I don't think I'm brave enough. But yeah, so I think I'm just mostly a Ravenclaw. And also the reason that I'm doing this, besides the fact that I love Harry Potter, is that Harry Potter TikToks have been all over my For You page. So I just thought this this would be a fun idea. And yeah, so hopefully you get to know a little bit more about me through this. And yeah, so let's get started. The quiz I'm taking is on gotoquiz.com and it's the one, it's the Pottermore sorting hat test with all possible questions. So on Pottermore or I guess the Wizarding World, they don't put all the questions so you can't get like the most accurate reading. And also full disclosure, I already took the test on Pottermore with the account I have right now and I got Ravenclaw, but I'm going to take this again on this website to see what I get here. Alright, question one is, which of the following would you most hate people to call you? Ordinary, ignorant, cowardly, or selfish? Alright, well, first off, I hate being called ordinary. Um, It's probably just like my own superiority complex, but I'd like to think I'm like not ordinary. Ignorant, I also wouldn't like, because I feel like that's just like dumb. Cowardly, I would be like 
I don't like being called that, but I'd be like, yeah, I understand. I'm not the most brave person. And selfish? Um, I guess I wouldn't like being called selfish, but I also think that, like, I'm very aware of, like, if I'm being selfish, if that makes sense. Like, I don't find myself particularly selfish, but in those moments where I might be a little more selfish, I'm, like, self-aware of it, and I kind of, like, make sure I, like, know that that was, like, the wrong thing to do, if that makes any sense. I don't know. Probably doesn't. But I think I would probably hate people to call me ordinary. I think within ordinary, I also kind of think like ignorant falls into that. So yeah. Question two is, after you've died, what would you most like people to do when they hear your name? Miss you, but smile. Ask for more stories about your adventures. Think with admiration of your achievements. I don't care what people think of me after I'm dead. It's what they think of me while I'm alive that counts. Here, I would probably say either miss you but smile or think with admiration of your achievements, but I think probably miss you but smile because I just like feel like that is probably more what I would like because I feel like achievements fade, but like human connection and emotion that stays. Question three is, given the choice, would you rather invent a potion that would guarantee you glory, wisdom, love, or power? Hmm. Well, I don't know. So, glory, um, I feel like if I had glory that wasn't, like, something I worked towards, it was more like a potion that gave me it, I wouldn't like it as much. Wisdom, I would kind of like that because just having wisdom in general just makes your life a lot easier. Like, you know what to do about everything. Love, I feel like if it came from a potion, then it would be fake love. And power, mm, okay. Here's the thing. I'm scared that, like, if I get too much power, that I would become, like, a bad person. Um, maybe I am a bad person, but, like, I don't know. I just feel like it's never good for someone to have too much power because then they'll get, like, a massive superiority complex or just really abuse that power. I think everyone with too much power abuses it whether they do it indirectly or directly. So I'm gonna say wisdom, because I feel like that would be the most useful. Question four is, how would you like to be known to history? The wise, the good, the bold, the great. All right, I guess we'll go through each of them. The wise, I would like to be known as smart, but I feel like when I was younger, I would probably say the wise, because I always want people to think of me as smarter, but I don't know, I feel like over the years, my, like, intentions have kind of shifted the good i want people to think of me as a good person yes the bold um i probably not i don't really care about that at the great i would also like that but some people who are great aren't necessarily good so i'm gonna say the good question five you enter an enchanted garden what would you be most curious to examine first the silver leaf tree bearing golden apples fat red toadstools that appear to be talking to each other, the bubbling pool in the depths of which something luminous is swirling, or the statue of an old wizard with a strangely twinkling eye. Okay, so, um, the silver leaf tree bearing golden apples, that sounds really, like, intriguing to me. Um, the red toadstools, not so much, just because, I don't know, I feel like they're not as, like, enchanting as the rest, like, not that interesting. The bubbling pool, I feel like I would go for that first because, I don't know, I'm just, like, drawn to water, um, and bubbling water, like, that's cool. 
uh, the statue of an old wizard with the strangely twinkling eye. I would probably think of that one as like creepier. So I'm going to go with the bubbling pool. Question six is what kind of instrument most pleases your ear? Violin, drums, piano, or trumpet? I remember this question and I put piano and I'm going to put piano again because... Okay, well, the violin, not to be rude to people who, like, play the violin or anything, but it's kind of screechy. It's, like, sometimes it's just, like, a little too high-pitched. Drums, I really like the beat of drums, like, how it has, like, solid beat to it or, so like, a solid rhythm, but I don't know. I just feel like piano is, like, classic. Um, it's something I would listen to and just, like, either be able to put it on as background noise or I could actually enjoy it. I feel like with drums, you can't really put it on as background noise. And trumpet, no. I was a band kid, a flute, actually. I quit, but it was. And I sat right in front of the trumpets, and they blasted their music so loud. It was the most infuriating thing. If you are a band kid, you will know trumpets are the most obnoxious section. They're so annoying. And for that reason, I do not like trumpets. So we're going with piano. Question seven is, four boxes are placed before you. Which would you try and open? The small tortoiseshell box embellished with gold, inside which some small creature seems to be squeaking. The gleaming jet black box with a silver lock and key marked with a mysterious ruin that you know to be the mark of Merlin. The ornate golden casket standing on clawed feet, whose inscription warns that warns that both secret knowledge and unbearable temptation lie within. The small pewter box, unassuming and plain, with a scratched message upon it that reads, I only open for the worthy. Um, so right off the bat, I wouldn't go for number three, the secret knowledge and unbearable temptation, because even though, like, I might want to know the knowledge, I, like, know myself, and unbearable temptation, not a good thing. Um, and with the small creature, I would be scared of that one, because animals scare me sometimes, so that would be a no as well. I think I would probably try and open the I open only for the worthy box, the last one, just because, like, I guess my ego would be like, let's go for that one and see if we're worthy. So it'd probably be the last one. Question eight. Four goblets are placed before you. Which would you choose to drink? The foaming, frothing, silvery liquid that sparkles as though containing ground diamonds. The smooth, thick, rich, purpley drink that gives off a delicious smell of chocolate and plums. The golden liquid so bright that it hurts the eye and which makes sunspots dance all around the room. Or the mysterious black liquid that gleams like ink and gives off fumes that make you see strange visions. Um, I would go for the chocolate one just because the last two sound dangerous and the first one also sounds kind of dangerous. At least the middle one, the smooth, thick, rich purple one, you know that it's like food because it smells like chocolate and plums. So I would, I would go for that one. Question nine. Once every century, the flutterby bush produces flowers that adapt their scent to attract the unwary. If it lured you, it would smell of crackling log fire, fresh parchment, home, or the sea. Um, I don't like the smell of fire, really, to be honest. Fresh parchment, I love the smell of fresh paper. It smells so good. Home, I feel like home really doesn't have a scent to me. Like, it doesn't smell like anything in particular. And the sea, I do love the smell of the sea. It would have to either be fresh parchment or the sea. I think I would go with the sea. Sometimes paper doesn't smell good, but the sea always smells good. 
All right, question 10. A troll has gone berserk in the headmaster's study at Hogwarts. It is about to smash, crush, and tear several irreplaceable items and treasures, including a cure for dragon pox, which the headmaster has nearly perfected, student records going back 1,000 years, and a mysterious handwritten book full of strange ruins, believed to have been belonged to Merlin. In which order would you rescue these objects from the trolls club if you could? Okay, so I would definitely go for the dragon pox cure because that could save people's lives. Um, student records, mysterious handwritten book. I, th I think I would go book over the records because like do records really matter that much? I feel like if that book was in the headmaster's study, then it's probably important. So I'd go dragon pox cure book records. Question 11, which would you rather be? Trusted, liked, imitated, praised, envied, or feared? Okay, so I would like to be trusted because I like when, you know, people trust me. It feels good. Um, I would also like to be liked because, um, I don't know, I feel like everyone wants to be liked by people. Imitated, maybe. I feel like that goes with people like me, so then they would imitate me. But, I don't know, imitation as flattery is like a saying, right? But I don't know. I don't think I would want to be more imitated than I would want to be liked praised i would like to be praised but i think at some point it would just settle in and wouldn't feel like anything anymore envied um i don't want to be envied i want it to be like a good feeling not like a bad feeling and feared i wouldn't want to be feared so either trusted or liked and i'm gonna say trusted i feel like if you trust someone then you like them but just because you like someone doesn't mean you trust them which of the following do you find most difficult to deal with? Hunger, cold, loneliness, boredom, or being ignored? Um, hunger is hard to deal with. I'm always hungry. And sometimes just like the whole thing surrounding food is kind of difficult. But I wouldn't say it's the most difficult. Cold? I actually like the cold. Um, loneliness? Um, I'm an introvert, so I find I can entertain myself pretty well just by being alone. But sometimes that loneliness does like sink in. You don't want to be like that alone. You know, maybe you just want to be alone for a bit, but you always want to have, like, people to come back to. Boredom, that's kind of difficult. Usually if I'm bored, I just turn to my phone. I think if I was bored without my phone, because in, like, Hogwarts, you wouldn't be able to have your phone. I guess if I was bored there, I wouldn't know what to do. I would probably read, honestly. I think one of the things that got me out of reading, because I used to read so much when I was little, was probably, like, my phone and watching technology and stuff. So maybe that would be good for me. And being ignored. I don't like being ignored. Sometimes it's okay, but I'm like a Leo, so I like attention sometimes. Not at school, really, though. Huh. This is kind of difficult. I'm gonna say boredom. I think it's like a tie between boredom and being ignored. Wait, let me think about it. So would I rather be bored or would I rather be ignored? Oh, that rhymes. Um, okay, well, it depends. If I was being ignored by everyone, I would hate it more. Then I would feel really lonely. So maybe it's loneliness. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of hard to make up my mind. I'm gonna say... Okay. Yeah, I'll say boredom. Okay. Question 13. What are you most looking forward to learning at Hogwarts? So we have every area of magic that I can. Apparition and disapparition, which is being able to, like, appear and disappear. Um, transfiguration... Uh, flying on a broomstick, hexes and jinxes, all about magical creatures and how to befriend slash care for them, secrets about the castle. I'm going to say every area of magic I can because magic sounds so fun. 
If you could have any power, which would you choose? The power to read minds, the power of invisibility, the power of superhuman strength, the power to speak to animals, the power to change the past, the power to change your appearance at will. Okay, I'll go through each one individually. The power to read minds, that is like so, so interesting to me. I would love to be able to read people's minds, but at the same time, I feel like it's such an invasive power. I feel like I would feel really bad if I had that ability and I wouldn't be able to like control it properly and I would just be reading everyone's minds. So I feel like that's an invasion of privacy, so I'm just going to scratch that one off. Um, the power of invisibility, I would love, I love being invisible. Um, you could just like sneak around and do whatever you want. Invisibility, I feel like invisibility is just like the more morally correct reading minds because if you like want to see what someone's saying about you, then you can just go to be invisible and then like go see what they're saying about you. Whereas reading your mind would just be like you looking into their mind to see what they think about you. So I guess they really are kind of similar and one really isn't more morally correct than the other, but I feel like in my heart, invisibility seems more morally correct than reading minds. Um, superhuman strength, I don't really care for it. I'm not really into that. Um, to power to speak to animals, that would be fun, but not more fun than invisibility. The power to change the past, no. That can lead to a lot of bad stuff, so no. And the power to change your appearance at will, that would just make me more self-conscious. So I'm going to go with the power of invisibility. Alright, question 16. Which of the following would you most like to study? Centaurs, goblins, merpeople, ghosts, vampires, werewolves, or trolls? Okay, um, I wouldn't want to study trolls or werewolves or vampires or merpeople or basically all of them scare me. Centaurs, I feel like no because they don't like humans. Goblins also don't like humans. Mer people, they're okay. But they're also really scarily portrayed in Goblet of Fire. I'm gonna go with ghosts. Because some of the Hogwarts ghosts are friendly. 18. One of your housemates has cheated in a Hogwarts exam by using a self-spelling quill. Now he has come to the top of the class in charms, beating you into second place. Professor Flitwick is suspicious of what happened. He draws you to one side after his lesson and asks you whether or not your classmate used a forbidden quill. What do you do? Lie and say you don't know, but hope that somebody else tells him. Tell Professor Flitwick that he ought to ask your classmate and resolve to tell your classmate that if he doesn't tell the truth, you will. Tell Professor Flitwick the truth. If your classmate is prepared to win by cheating, he deserves to be found out. Also, as you are both in the same house, any points he loses will be regained by you for coming first in his place. You would not wait to be asked to tell Professor Flitwick the truth. If you knew that somebody was using a forbidden quill, you would tell the teacher before the exam started. Um... I might be a snitch, but I would probably tell them before the exam started. I mean, like, it's probably worse that it's because they're beating me. If they weren't beating me, then maybe I would just tell Professor Flitwick the truth. But if they are going to do that to beat me, then I would tell them beforehand. Question 19. You and two friends need to cross a bridge guarded by a river troll who insists on fighting one of you before he will let all of you pass. Do you attempt to confuse the troll into letting all three of you pass without fighting? Suggest drawing lots to decide which of you will fight. Suggest that all three of you should fight without telling the troll or volunteer to fight. I would attempt to confuse the troll into letting all three of us pass without fighting. I wouldn't want to fight, to be quite honest. Which road tempts you most? The wide, sunny, grassy lane, the narrow, dark, lantern-lit alley, the twisting, leaf-strewn path through woods, or the cobbled street lined with ancient buildings? Alright, so not the dark alley. That would scare me. 
probably either the Twisted Leaf Strewn Path or the Cobbled Street. Um, I'm gonna say the Twisting Path. That sounds like so interesting to me. Which nightmare would frighten you most? Standing on top of something very high and realizing suddenly there are no hand or footholds nor any barrier to stop you falling. An eye at the keyhole of the dark windowless room in which you are locked. Waking up to find that neither your friends nor your family have any idea who you are or being forced to speak in such a silly voice that hardly anyone can understand you and everyone laughs at you. It would definitely be probably the first one or the second one, but I'm really scared of heights, so I'm going to say the first one. Question 22. Late at night, walking alone down the street, you hear a peculiar cry that you believe to have a magical source. Do you proceed with caution, keeping one hand on your concealed wand and an eye out for any disturbance? Draw your wand and try to discover the source of the noise. Draw your wand and stand your ground. Withdraw into the shadows to await developments while mentally reviewing the most appropriate defensive and offensive spells should trouble occur. I would definitely do the last one. That just sounds like me. And yeah, I think I think it's the most logical answer because you wouldn't want to go headfirst into a situation you don't know anything about. Question 23. A muggle confronts you and says that they're sure you are a witch or wizard. Do you ask what makes them think so? Agree and ask whether they'd like a free sample of a jinx? Agree and walk away, leaving them to wonder whether you're bluffing? Tell them that you are worried about their mental health and offer to call a doctor. I don't know. I wouldn't do the last one. I would probably either do the first or the third one, but the third one sounds so fun. Like, that's just, like, fun to me. Like, I don't know, but I don't know if I'm, like, self-confident enough to do that. I would probably do the first one, but the third one sounds, like, the most entertaining to me. Alright, so these are some more, like, just would-you-rather questions. Dawn or dusk? I like dusk. Moon or stars? I like the stars. Forest or river? I'm gonna go river. Black or white? I'll go white. Heads or tails? Um, heads. And left or right, I would go right. Okay, those are all the questions. I'm going to submit my answers to see what we get. All right, the results are in. I am 74% Ravenclaw. And that's like my main result. And then I am 60% Hufflepuff, 54% Gryffindor, and 52% Slytherin. So that means I'm a Ravenclaw. Um... I'm going to go ahead and call it official that I'm just going to call myself a Ravenclaw. And yeah, so that's that. I think I am probably more of like a Raven Puff, like 75% Ravenclaw and 25% Hufflepuff. But yeah, all right. Okay, now we are going to take the wand quiz. So this is the, the one that is official on Wizarding World or Pottermore. Welcome to Ollivanders, maker of fine wands since 382 BC. Come on in and let's begin. First of all, would you describe yourself as average height, short, or tall? I would say average height because the average height for woman is 5'4 and I'm 5'4. And what color are your eyes? They're dark brown black. Was the day on which you were born an even or odd number? I was born on the 31st, so odd. Do you most pride yourself on your determination, resilience, originality, kindness, imagination, intelligence, or optimism? Okay, well... I'm not very optimistic, so that's a no. I wouldn't say I'm more kind than some other people, so maybe not that one as well. I pride myself on my intelligence sometimes, but I feel like it's more that I, like, work hard for my intelligence. I don't think I'm, like, naturally as smart as some other people, but I do, like, study, I guess. 
that feels so self-congratulatory. That's not supposed to be, but it sounds that way. Um, I'm gonna say determination. Traveling alone down a deserted road, you reach a crossroads. Do you continue left towards the sea, right towards the castle, or head towards the forest? Um, okay, well, I wouldn't go to the forest. I would probably go to the castle or the sea. <laughs> well, I guess there's only, only two choices left. Um, I think I'd go toward the castle. Do you most fear fire, isolation, small spaces, darkness, or heights? Um, probably heights. In a chest of magical artifacts, which would you choose? The silver dagger, the glittering jewel, the golden key, the black glove, the ornate mirror, the bound scroll, or the dusty bottle? I don't know. I think I would either choose the golden key, the glittering jewel, or the ornate mirror. I'm gonna go with the golden key. That sounds interesting to me. Okay, I have a wand. My wand is aspen wood with a unicorn hair core, 12 and a quarter inches and reasonably supple flexibility okay so house ravenclaw wand aspen wood with a unicorn hair 12 and a quarter and reasonable supple flexibility um that sounds interesting i like the unicorn hair core because i think i read somewhere that that's reserved for people who are like pure i guess or like nice so good to know i'm like not a dark wizard <laughs> so now we're gonna do the patronus all right discover your patronus The Patronus is a kind of positive force, a protection of the very thing that the Dementor feeds upon, hope, happiness, the desire to survive. I don't know if you guys can hear this, but they're playing music. You probably can. I'm not sure. You can only discover your Patronus once. The questions are timed. Go with your instincts. Okay, well then, maybe I'll just like... Okay, this might be difficult, but I'll try to like say what I'm talking about. Also, I'm going to turn this music down. Alright, begin. Relax. Think of your happiest memory. I don't know. I don't know what my happiest memory is. Okay, I'm just going to, like, pretend I know what it is. I don't know. Glitter, shine, or glow. Um, glow. This is so cool. It's so interactive. Alright, going through the woods to find the next part. Bright or shadow? Mmm, like shadows, I think. I'm going to click shadow. Answer instinctively. Do not think too hard. Feel. I don't think I click shadow in time. Well, that's fun. Salt or sweet? Sweet. I don't think I click shadow in time because it just moved on. This is annoying. Ugh. Earth, wood, or stone? Earth. Sorry if you can hear like the computer clicks as well. I'm doing this all in one computer. Or if you can hear my computer because it's like overheating. Okay. I have a Patronus. Nope. Okay. Never mind. Not that fast. I hope I'm not, like, helping J.K. Rowling out of this. Silent or speak? Speak. Because she is transphobic. What was that? I saw the hint of a tail. Or was it a wing? I don't know. You tell me. Spirit, heart, or mind? Heart. Oh. Nope. Next to a pond. Am I going to get it? Oh, God. My computer's really overheating. I'm sorry if you can hear that. Click, drag, and release for your Patronus. Okay. Click, drag, release. Your Patronus is a mink. What is a mink? Just kidding, I know what a mink is, kind of. Alright, so I guess I'm a mink. Not really sure what that means. But yeah, so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, so to recap, I'm a Ravenclaw 
I have an aspen and unicorn hair wand, and my Patronus is a mink. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode again. Um, next next week, two weeks from now, there will be another probably more well-produced episode. And yeah, alright, bye guys! Thank <music> you.